So we'll go in three, <clears throat> two, one. Hey everybody, thanks for staying with us into our guest segment here on the Common Sense Show and hope you found that intro productive. I found it productively disturbing, but uh, we'll deal with those subjects as they come up again. But in this segment, we're going to be joined by an old friend of the show, Virginia Farver. Virginia, someone I've known for many, many, many years. And uh, we became acquainted because of the Stacy Lynn case. And I call it the tragedy because nothing should ever happen to a nice person like Stacy, like it did with her son ripped away for being no more than just an activist. But uh, you can read all about Stacy Lynn's story up on the CommonSenseShow.com. But Virginia was very much a part of that case in the early days. And then, of course, Virginia is a very outspoken opponent of 5G. And she should be because she's had a tremendous personal loss due to this type of technology. And it's turned her into a crusader. And it's kind of like you don't want to make the wrong people mad. And they, and in Virginia's case, they made the wrong person mad, clearly. And uh, we're going to get into the latest in 5G threats and the proactive uh, steps that Virginia is taking on her part to try to go after this threat. Before we join Virginia in this very insightful interview, just wanted to let you know there's a couple of groups that actually keep the lights on for us here. And uh, the first one is our storable food company. And listen, you've heard me say it on the website. You've heard me say it on podcasts. You've heard me say it on YouTube. And I'm saying it here on our radio network. You are being set up to have food used as a weapon. I've gone through all the steps. I've talked about the history. I've talked about what's going on right now. For example, the 20 empty meat packing plants that could easily be staffed with the National Guard and keep them going. But that's not the agenda, folks. They want to bring you to your knees because you don't have food and you don't have water when the crisis hits. And this is how they control populations. Every dictatorship has done it. So we are offering our storable food at 40% off. That's a $100 discount at the four-week emergency kit. And this is, you can bug out with this. You can bug in with this. One guy bought 60 sets the other day. And because he asked me, he says, Dave, how much do you think I need? And I told him, I said, well, Bob Griswold says you need two years. And he said, okay, I'm going to start working towards that. And I recommend everyone work towards that. And now is the time because there's going to come a time because of food inflation, you're not going to be able to get food that's affordable. Even storable food will be priced out of existence at some point in time. And you can take that to the bank. So how do you get your food? Well, preparewithdave.com is the place to go. And uh, order now. Order now. The backlog is much less than it was at the height of COVID. But nonetheless, there still is a small backlog of a week to two weeks. So be aware of that. But uh, I'm telling you, these guys are great at getting the food out. And we're one of the last standing food companies out there. I don't know if you're aware of that or not. The government took over some of them. Some of them went bankrupt. And here we are, and we're offering a special, preparewithdave.com. And along the same lines, if you have food, you must have water. Because in a crisis on the fifth day, the Naval War College says that waterborne illness has become the number one killer. So we went out and we looked for the best water filter we could find, best water filtration system. And we found one. It's the Alexa Pure Pro water filter. The research that shows you why this is number one is at the site, waterwithdave.com. And it's tremendous. And they're offering a 40% off sale right now while supplies last. That's right, 40% sale while supplies last. Go to waterwithdave.com. You got food with, uh, excuse me, you got preparewithdave.com for the food. So you're set. Those are the two most important things you need. Now people say, what do you need? Food, water, guns, gold, ammo, medicine, and tools. Those are your bare essentials. Well, we're helping you with the two most important right there. Number three is firearms. We don't sell them. 
but I would recommend you do that too. So we're going to be joined here in just a second by Virginia Farber, but I just want to say this off the top. Um, Annie DeRiso uh, and I talked to him, I don't know, three or four months ago, and she used to be our news director for the Common Sense Show. And Annie said, is there anything they're not trying to do to us? And I said, nothing. And right now we're so focused on COVID and the lockdowns and the destruction of our economy that we're kind of putting 5G on the back burner. But 5G can fry your brain. It can fry your kids' brains easier than it can fry your brain. And we need to focus good attention on this and raise more awareness. So this is an extremely important interview. Virginia, really glad you could join us. It's been far too long. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you, Dave. Glad to be here. Well, um, we know we know the history. We, we know the tragic loss of your son because of those animals at San Diego State University and what they have done to those students there um, with these kinds of um, EMF waves and so forth and is the prelude to the 5G crisis we have. But this 5G crisis, as I see it, is going to envelop the entire human race, not just America, but across the planet. It's a, it's a global agenda, just like the smart meters and the smart grid and all this vaccination stuff. It's all connected. Well, okay, so, so tell me, am I right in assuming that some communities seem to be rising up and they're able to negate 5G locally in their communities? Yes, they, there, there are some communities that are able to do this, but the problem is, is that there's going to be so much of a deployment of this stuff that they just find another location. So th- this, is, this is, everybody needs to be very, very aware of what's going on. And, and, you know, it used to be that they used to have huge infrastructure that they would put up, and now they've made antennas more and more powerful but the infrastructure itself has gotten smaller and smaller. That's a really important factor psychologically too, because if you don't see it as readily, you're not as aware of it. But you are absolutely being affected by it. So actually there was a gentleman from uh, AT&T, their their technology department, the head of it um, last week actually came out and announced that he said that uh, putting in this amount of small cells is going to be nightmarish. This is from one of the heads of AT&T, or I mean T-Mobile, excuse me. So, so um, we've got people within the industry that know that this is wrong, so, but they keep continuing to do this because this is a global agenda, and they're trying to put it in literally everywhere. I don't even know where to start with this. It's so massive. Let, let's start on the micro level. Is it true um, that they have the power of eminent intrusion? They can come on your land and put a uh, 5G tower? They can actually come on to your property and put one on your chimney if they want to. Uh, the, the, the plan is to put the, these antennas every three to ten homes. And then also, I don't know, um, being in Arizona, you probably are seeing more and more of these fake cactuses going up we're getting fake pine trees being yeah, put up. yeah we get them too yep i know what you're talking uh-huh. about yep. and and your property values folks will go down by at least 30 percent and this, this is going to be a critical issue with what's um with this virus and everything else and people losing their jobs i mean we just cannot allow this to happen i don't see how they can actually march onto your property and over your objections put anything on your property well, as you know, everything, the smart meters, the 5G, 
the vaccinations, they all term this stuff mandatory, and there is no such term in the Constitution. So, you know, th th this is um, a complete um, takeover of, of the American people, and we've got to get it stopped. So what do they do if you say, get off my land? Well, can you, can you at block this point, entrance? there's all kinds of people. Um, there's, uh, there's a new NOL process that's possibly going to be coming out, and that's notice of liability. And I think if people rise up, and, and the other thing that people can do is quit buying these cell phones. Quit, you know, if you have to have one, get a flip phone or get something that's lower, lower um, uh, frequencies like the 2 and 3G phones. Try and find those. You might be able to find refurbished ones if you need to, but just don't buy into their 5G system. That's, that's the major thing. Yeah, but everything they're selling now, uh, I see for cell phones, is they're touting the 5G capability of the phone. Right, right. Well, and, and that's what they're doing, but there's also a lot of pushback. I'm actually one of 11 petitioners now suing the FCC over health effects through the uh, Children's Health Defense Council. So you can look that up on, online. It's the Children's Health Defense Council, and you can actually join it. It's, it's only cost $10 to join, and boy, you get fabulous information. They're, they're going after the FCC on, on uh, wireless radiation and against 5G, and they are also going against uh, the vaccinations. Um, <clears throat> just a note to Virginia. Send Dave an email with that URL in it. <clears throat> Excuse me. I, I really want to get involved in this. And um, so if you'll send that to me, I'll periodically run um, articles and uh, news stories that you guys put up on that site. Okay. And I can do that. So, And I, I urge people to do that. I mean, they're trying to get really um, a lot of really good uh, lawyers and law firms involved. And I, I think, Dave... You know, there's there's all this talk. I mean, they've got the shot clock and fast plan and everything else. They're they're in a rush to get this in, and I think it's a panic by industry. I think they're panicked, and they know they're going to be in trouble. And I think this is why they're trying to do it because <clears throat> if they can get this stuff put in uh, be, before anything happens, see, under the 1996 Telecom Act, which uh, Bill Clinton signed where you cannot help, um, uh, sue over health effects, I think it's Section 706, you know, they if they get this in, it makes it virtually impossible to get it taken out. So this is another thing that um, I want people to know and, and help in these efforts. Hmm. I just can't believe they're not meeting more resistance, though, coming on people's property because I could see people saying, okay, you got your 5G, I got my 12-gauge. Get the well, hell off my land. The thing is, Dave, is, you know, it's just like here, you know, I live in Fort Collins, of course, and there's nothing in the media, n none of the mainstream news talks about any of this, and there's nothing in the newspapers, and what happens, just like the smart meters, they come in and they slap these on their on, on your homes. I actually, when they did the smart meter, um, I, I knew that they were in town doing it, but I didn't know where they were, and I literally left my house for two hours one day and came home, and they'd put them on every home in my neighborhood except my home. So I knew that they were waiting for me to leave. And they, if you um, 
raise any kind of concerns or anything. And this is why I was telling people that we need to be concerned about the smart meters because the, the utilities have what's called a war room and they keep um, people that are against it or, or complain, you know, they, they keep tabs on you and this is going to be the same thing with the 5G. Hmm. Well, the thing is, is um, there's three letters, O, G, and D. One, you can pray for the help of God. Two, you can get big dogs to keep them off your property. Right. <laughs> so you can leave your house, but you got your dogs. Right. Do anything possible to keep these um, antennas off of your properties. And, and just to let everybody know, um, uh, Dr. Martin Paul was on a phone call a couple of months ago, and he stated that right now we are in the, the most danger from this stuff because the, we already have 4G installed, and basically what they're doing, they're, they're going around and they are upgrading all of the 4G base stations, you know, all the big cell towers. So this, this takes it to basically 4.5G because 5G is not really available yet. So with that said, now they've upgraded these antennas, and so what happens is, is now these are running 24-7, 365, and these um, antennas are looking to, to connect with a 5G cell tower, and they don't exist, so now they're just slamming us with this stuff. So this is why it's really important to tell people, get out, make posters, stand on a, on a street, and, and raise your voices. That's all I can say. Okay, now listen to my question very carefully. This is very intricate and will surprise you the way I word it. How much research evidence, clinical evidence, do the 5G people have that they show that the effects are benign? The, if it shows that it's benign, Dave, it's usually industry funded. And we're, we're up against a $7 trillion industry. And that's the problem. And there's never, there's just not enough money to get um, other types of research going. And that's that's a problem. The reason that this suit is is going forth is because of tw the 2018 NTP study, the National Toxicology Program study, and the Reminzi study. And that was a uh, study with uh, cell tower cell tower radiation causing uh, 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 heart tumors. And both of these studies came to the same conclusion that there's clear evidence of harm. And Dave, there are there's over 2,000 studies that show that there's harm from this stuff. And, and we're going to kill ourselves and every living organism if we don't get this stopped. So what is the primary cause of our demise through repeated exposure to this? Well, um, you know, it causes cancer. It causes all kinds of neuro neurological, physiological problems. It, you know, it affects your brain. I mean, you know, you you lose your critical thinking, everything. And and uh, I mean, it's just crazy. You ought to, you ought to hear what they're going to do to our schools if we don't get this stopped. Well, tell us what are they going to do to our schools? Okay. Well, there there's some schools that are actually doing this in Pennsylvania and Ohio. They're, uh, they're going to force kids to wear beacons that uh, actually you will be assigned 
one of these uh, low-orbiting satellites. So they, they will track you and everything that, that your child is doing, literally everything. And it's actually a command and control. There's, there's Volan. Um, it's called Volan, V-O-L-A-N, is putting, it's, it's putting this stuff in the schools, and Identigy. And they've actually got a command and control for quarantine administration, which, uh, and this is for this virus, too. So you can't tell me that this wasn't all a planned pandemic, trust me. So they, they knew that they wanted to do all this stuff. So they've got quarantine administration, quarantine dashboard, communications to and from citizens, and contact tracing and analytics. So this is what they're going to do, and your kids are going to be part of this system, and it's all the 5G system that is going to connect us. I don't see how they can force kids to do this. It's called homeschooling. Right. Well, this is why it's really, really important. And plus we're finding out, Dave, that um, this 5G right now, it, oddly enough, see, there's been enough of an outrage about it that they're quietly – putting this in schools right now, hospitals, they're, they're, they're putting it in everywhere right now. And, and this is because people are at home and they're not paying attention. And I'm getting phone calls every day. They're, they're putting this stuff in Denver, Fort Collins, all along the Front Range. And people just are not aware of it. Well, what, what's this thing called now? Beacon for children? Um, what's, the, what's the actual professional term? Um, uh, let me see. I've got it right here. It's VP, VPS is Artificial Intelligence for Contact Tracing. And it's implementing VPS at schools, hotels, and businesses now. Okay. And it's all AI-powered. But what they're doing with the... Well, that's just what Celeste Salon told me the other day. Everything is AI. Um, right. Okay, so this AI system... Um, Tell, tell us about the schools again. I think you gave it a name. Is, isn't there a name or a product name? Uh, Volans or Identigy. Identigy. How do you spell that? I-D-E-N-T-I-G-Y. Volan Identigy. And they're, they're selling this to the schools. Is this going to be mandated through, like, departments of education at the state levels? Well, right now, from what I'm seeing, it's kind of a pilot thing. They're going to see how it works. But your child is, is going to be forced to wear a medallion. And see, and, and people are putting this together, too. Um, they started all this in January of this year, and they started doing these medallions on the Ruby uh, Princess cruise ship. And, of course, that's where we had the, the COVID virus that got out, and a lot of people got sick. And that was one of the first first ships that got it and basically they you know they they make it sound so wonderful because you know it's a wearable device and and they can track you and they can help you you know they can help you open doors and purchase things and all kinds of things they make it sound really really good but it can also what this does is 5g does not cause any virus but 5g does um weaken your immune system and it does so really rapidly kind of like um what the flu does you don't really die of the flu you die of things that are opportunistic that creep up because your immune system's down 
Right. Like they say elderly die of like pneumonia, for example, okay, or heart disease. And really we see the same thing with COVID. Uh, These people who are dying of COVID-19, they would be dying of other causes anyway. This just hastens it. Right. And and this, and the problem with this, Dave, is, and I think I mentioned this, uh, Dr. Sam Milham testified in Arizona three years ago or four years ago that um, he was working closely with the CDC and they were finding, because of just the 4G now and the smart meters uh, being out and about, um, we went from a seasonal flu event to a year-round flu event. So that's why you started seeing come and get your flu shot in the middle of June and July when we never saw that before. So this is, this is, why, we've, we've, this is why we've got to stop using this technology and and we've got to go back maybe to, to getting a camera. I, I have a camera. I don't have a cell phone. I have a landline phone. And, and you know, I, I, I'm probably pretty primitive. But, you know, I mean, if you have to have a cell phone, get a flip phone or get one of the lower G phones is what I suggest. But the 4G already caused this. And so, you know, this, this takes it. But it makes any pathogen or any illness, much much more virulent or stronger and plus it also makes it harder to get rid of so if you do catch the flu or you do catch a cold it makes it harder for you to to um, recover from it so this is why it's really important one of the things that came out of um, China is a conspiracy theory and I say conspiracy theory because I don't know that it's been fully validated but I think it's a good time to ask you this question is there were some people that were saying that when the Wuhan flu got loose, they made it a lot worse by triggering 5G. Um, is, well, there, is there a relationship between 5G and COVID-19? Well, Wuhan, China, uh, I think it was in November, they were the only province that turned on 5G. And I think at that point, they were the only place in China that had this outbreak. And Again, like I said, Dave, this has a lot to do with it, with weakening the immune system and just be, having the constant exposure from it. So, you know, I, I expect a lot of deaths just from, from if they tr- start turning this stuff on. I just wonder if there is an interaction effect now. In other words, if it's a bioweapon, and I'm pretty sure that it is, if it's a bioweapon, then maybe 5G frequencies could trigger mutations. That That's where my mind goes with this, and that's purely speculative. But there were a lot of people claiming that they thought 5G actually triggered the virus to a higher level. Well, you know, right now, Dave, we're, we're living in really dangerous times, as you know. The World Health Organization, I actually have a document from 2011, because in May, May of 2011, they reclassified wireless radiation as a class 2B carcinogen and and out of 29 countries which went to a conference that year the United States was the only country that held firm for the class 2B carcinogen the rest of them wanted a class 1 carcinogen which puts it in the same category as benzene and asbestos so with that said so now we've got the WHO I don't trust anything coming out of the WHO and now we have um, something called the NCNIRP, which is the International Commission on Non-Ionizing Radiation Protection. Their guidelines right now, there's a doctor that came out and said um, their guidelines are approximately a thousand times too high 
because now they are captured by corporate. So they're another cap captured agency. And um, the FCC's captured. I mean, everybody's captured because, like I, I've said, this is a $7 trillion industry. But going back to 5G, the, the, uh, Dr. Andrew Goldworthy um, just put out a document and said 5G can be damaging to the lymphocytes and it drains the energy by calcium influx uh, caused by the radiation, which um, it has less to spare to generate their protective antibodies and so makes the immune system less efficient. In other words, it weakens your immune system, which cannot promote, which can promote the spread of the virus. So, you know, yes, I mean, I think this whole system, Dave, the virus, the the 5G, the vaccinations, everything is all coming to head, and it's all an agenda, and it's all coming out at the same time. I feel compelled to to draw a comparison here because I'm seeing the same strategy here with 5G from what you just described, the weakening of the immune system for opportunistic diseases and viruses to be worse than they would be otherwise. But this is also to how um, GMOs work. GMOs um, create basically a vacuum in the gene envelope instead of the normal protective coverings. And opportunistic hosts can move in and GMOs, people, people who eat a lot of GMOs, get sick. And they get seriously sick. And it's also thought to be highly linked to cancer. And it's, it looks like it's the same strategy. They're it's not, a slow kill. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're not giving you the virus, the disease, or whatever, but they are giving the mechanisms to weaken your normal defenses. Absolutely. And um, and I want to warn other people. And the other reason I tell people to get one of these lower-emitting cell phones, if you have to have one at this point, because, you know, you don't want to be – my whole thing is I don't want to be uh, surveilled either. I don't want to be tracked. I don't want to be traced. And so, anyway, but um, earlier this year, the iPhone 11 came out, the new iPhone 11 it's exceeding FCC guidelines for, for um, radiation limits by over 200%. And the other day I got a, I got a list of a, a, a whole bunch more cell phones that are now coming out. And so this, this is the other problem that I want people to understand. A lot of our stuff that we purchase now is coming out of China. So, you know, they're, they're not, they're not um, you know, testing these standards. They don't care. So, you know, we've got to yeah, be very, very careful now. Where's the FCC? I mean, this is their job. The FCC is saying that they aren't. Well, the EPA, now this was back in 1984. Um, they had a report where they, they knew and they were warning about cell phones and, and Wi-Fi being a problem. and all the, Well, wireless, basically. And so they took, they took, the FCC took all of this away. And so, you know, so the FCC, now they're stating that they are not a health agency. They're just there to do, you know, the spectrum and all this stuff. So they, they're handing it over, and they're, they're saying it's the FDA should do it. I mean, th this is such a mess, Dave, you wouldn't believe it. And, and, and I, you know, I talked to Josh Hart from Stop Smart Meters, you know, back in the day when they started doing the smart meters. And I knew just from the cell tower on the campus, because it's mission control for San Diego Gas and Electric, it's hooked to literally everything we're fighting. And, and it's like he said, he said the attorneys would not touch it because you, you pop that can lid open and the worms start going literally everywhere. And that's basically where we're at now. 
but you know it was it was really bad before the smart meters and now it's it's gotten that much worse well tell us about your lawsuit well i can't i'm not really at liberty i can't really talk about it it is over health effects um it's with um a, a international attorney and there's several other attorneys on board and actually they did have a um it's called the irregulators lawsuit and this is about four or five months ago they won their suit and so this is what um uh what is going on with that this the, the telecom industry see the the citizens have already paid for all of our um infrastructure in our cities all of our our rights of way and everything else well the 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 uh telecoms wanted to come into our cities and just take it and actually the irregulators lawsuit won their lawsuit which will maybe help in putting stuff fiber optics into homes um which is much safer instead of doing this wireless stuff so there there's several other lawsuits out there too dave so hopefully we'll start seeing something happen here hmm. so they want to take over what do you mean they take over infrastructure are they talking well, about they want to, they water want to take and over. sewer and everything else well see you've already paid for all your rights away stuff with your streets and your sidewalks and everything and they literally want to come in and and just do whatever they want to on our city properties and they they cannot do that and basically the reason they can't do that is because for for decades now we the citizens have been paying for that for our, for these public rights of ways and stuff and now they're coming back in and they're wanting us to pay for it again and and this is is stopping them from doing so if they can be blocked from public domain it should be a simple matter to block from private domain like your home where our discussion started right and you know i i've said this all along dave I, you know um, we've got an attorney here in Colorado. I mean, literally, he is doing all of the dirty work for all of our cities. And I did a lot of research on him, and he he actually worked under the Clinton administration. And and I found a document that was from like two, 1997 where he actually stated there were three people that were they were in charge of creating ubiquitous ubiquitous networks. Basically, they wanted to start putting these things in literally everywhere. So. Um, I actually have uh, have done research on this, and I've sent it to another gentleman in Boulder that's going to write a book on this stuff. So, you know, this stuff it's 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 really it's really deep. You know, it's kind of basically the deep state of the FCC, you know, is is what I'm fighting because this stuff has, you know, been going on since Bill Clinton and probably before. Who's the attorney? Um, there's there's several of them. Um, there's uh, Daphne Tackover. Is it, this, this, um, these are for the bad guys, right? Oh no, no, these 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 are the good guys. These are. Well, I was talking about the Colorado guys. attorney that worked for the Clinton. Oh, group. his name's uh, Ken Fellman. Ken Fellman. And he, his 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 law firm is Kissinger and Fellman, and I don't know if he's related to Kissinger, but I wouldn't doubt it. How interesting is that? How interesting. And and so he he and a Jonathan Kramer are really good friends, and they've worked through the FCC now. Jonathan Kramer's doing all the work out of California, and they actually advise all of our cities, our counties, everything. And basically, they come in and they say, "You cannot do anything about this." 
I do know the city of Fort Collins wanted to stall some of this stuff, and he's saying you cannot stall it. It's coming from the FCC. And so what I've said all along, if our cities and our counties all got together as a whole and said, no, you're not putting this in, there's no way that the telecoms could defend themselves against this. But that's not what's happening. I don't know, you know, I don't know if there's money changing hands. I don't know the depth of all this, but... Um, you know, it, it's really, really bad. That's all I can say. And but there's a, there's beginning to be a lot of pushback against this stuff. And and the other thing I wanted to mention too is, you know, you talk about Bill Gates with this Gavi, this Global Alliance for Vaccinations and Immunizations. You know, uh, Bill Gates quietly purchased um, uh, Affirmed Networks and Crown Castle within the last couple of years. And of course, they are implementing 5G everywhere. Wow. Okay, this is the thing I come back to a lot. People that are involved in these pervasive programs of destruction, death and destruction, what about them and their own families? Dave, I'm not I'm not quite sure. I, you know, I, I hear rumblings that these people are psychopaths and everything else and and at some point the money trust me the money's not going to do you any good and the power is not going to do you any good if you're you're laying in a uh, you know on your deathbed so i i'm not sure you know i i'm hoping there's going to be more whistleblowers but um you know it, this whole thing this whole thing has been planned for many many years and and uh the, the other thing, too, I want to warn people about is a few years ago, um, all of our cities via the U.N., and, and Dave, the U.N.'s behind all of, all of this. I can guarantee it's probably behind um, all the riots, too, before, we're all, before I can, you know, before I've even looked at it. But, um, you know, the United Nations is, is you know, it's, been, it's kind of captured, too, by industry. And, and that's how I look at that as well, too. And, and Bill Gates is, is a big part of that. As you're talking about 5G organizations, I can't help but notice an overlap between this and COVID-19 administration. The tactics are similar. The agencies are involved are federal agencies that work like the Federal Reserve. They're... they're um, run like really public-private partnerships. They're not really part of the U.S. government, although they're tax-supported, but they're independent. They're quasi-federal is what I'm trying to say, just like the Federal Reserve. Right. Did you know, for example, I'll just give you a, a, a little piece of trivia here to illustrate the point. The CDC owns the patent on Ebola and all Ebola treatment. Did you know that? Yes. Uh, yeah, I've published it. And I'm thinking, okay, wait a minute. You're supposed to be working for the government. Why are you in the profit-making business? But the they FCC's, are. The FCC's in a profit-making business. And that's the other thing I cannot figure out. So, you know, this, this is the stuff that has to stop. I mean, these federal agencies are in charge of our lives. I mean, we've got to make these work. And, you know... And and this is this, this is the stuff that's creeping up. There's something called the the GRI, and that's the Global Regulators Incorporated. Global Regulators. Virginia, are you there? 
<laughs> all over Virginia. Strong. Oh, how so, interesting. Virginia, uh -huh. you just cut out for 10 seconds. Oh. Yes. Uh, let's give them another chance to take us down, okay? You were okay. you cut out at the point when you were telling us what the acronym GRI stood for. It stands for Global Regulators Incorporated. Okay? And these are your laws, your rules, your regulations are all coming from this GRI, Global Regulators Incorporated, and they are Google, Microsoft, Amazon, you name it, there's several others, but these are the big players. How, how are they players? What, what are they trying to accomplish and what are they doing specifically? Well, they're, they're the ones who are making all of the, they are the decision makers. They are the ones that are our rulers right now. And, and they're the ones that are pushing, um, you know, they're, they're the ones that are working behind the scenes with, uh, you know, the, the United States and all of our federal agencies. And then this is part of the captured agency. And there's also something called the USITUA, that stands for the United States International Technology Union Association. There's your connection to the United Nations, and they also... Uh, guide the FTC. Okay, I got so, a couple of questions for you. First of all, mm -hmm. what was that organization that connects to the UN? It's called the US ITUA. And I the ITUA? United, yep, United States um, um, International Technology Union Association. You can look it up. So there's your, there's your link from the United States to the United Nations with all this stuff. And and also, I, I want people to be aware of an, another group because I, I research and I keep really close eye on what's going down here at Fort Collins. And several of our mayors up and down the Front Range belong to something called the, the GCOM. It's capital G, capital C, uh, small case O, and then a capital M, GCOM, and that's the Global Covenant of Mayors, okay? And this is a Bloomberg United Nations program. And what they are pushing, it's called Data for Cities. And it's data and the number four for, for cities, data for cities, uh, funding the number four cities, and innovation for cities. So, um, you know, this, this is the stuff that's the, the creep behind all of this that I'm looking into. What is what is the funding for cities? What would that be? Funding five G? Yeah, it's it's for the smart smart cities and, and all this connected stuff, yes. So and there's actually the G C O M M I, which is the mission innovation, and I actually found a a um, a charter and a a bunch of information on it and it includes uh, the the smart grids. So this is their doing innovation for the smart grid on this. What's the name of that one? Um, it's G-C-O-M-M-I, Mission Innovation. Mm. Boy, this is something I'm going to take back to Pat Wood. I don't know if he knows about it or not, but he's pretty he's pretty smart. So Just about everything with smart cities, Pat knows. Right. And I'm going to have to take this back to him to see what he knows about this. Wow, this is... This is absolutely amazing. Um, can you give me that again? I'm going to make a note of it so I can forward it to him as soon as we're done. Okay, it's the GCOM. It's capital G, capital C, small O, M. 
and uh, capital M, and that stands for Global Covenant of Mayors. And through that is data for cities, funding Great. for cities, and innovation for cities. Got it. And I'm going to be sending this off to my friend Pat Wood. Pat Wood's an interesting story for me. Back in uh, 1980, I got a hold of a copy of the book, uh, Trilaterals Over Washington, that Pat and uh, the late Professor Anthony Sutton wrote together. And it really detailed out the corporate takeover of America and the use of secret societies like the Trilateral Commission to do this. And I was enthralled with the book because the documentation was flawless. I mean, there was no other conclusion you could draw other than what I just said because of Pat and Anthony's great documentation. And what I'm seeing now coming out of you right here is the same thing. This is reminding me of the... Uh, the book that's 40 years old that still is a blueprint for today's takeover. That's that's absolutely fan, uh, amazing. But I got to tell you, Virginia, I'm still stuck on one point. And I know I brought it up and I know you don't really have an answer. But I, when I do things as the, you know, the head of my household, okay, and I'm the breadwinner and I do things, I think about the implications on my family. Always. Always. It's always about... What's this going to mean to my family, both good and is there a concern? And I just can't believe you can find this many people, mayors, you've got city council members, uh, you've got people in industry and technology, you've got people at the federal level in government, you've got people in these bureaucracies like the FCC. I mean, can't, isn't there, a, shouldn't there be a number of them that would say, whoa, wait a minute, I don't want my 12-year-old daughter to die of brain cancer. Well, you know, I, I know that a lot of parents that work in Silicon Valley do not allow their kids to be in Wi-Fi schools. So there's pockets that, of people that know. And I think, I think Dave, it's, it's part of an education thing that most people aren't aware of or, you know, we've got an addiction problem to this stuff in this country for sure. And, you know, it's, it's just lack of awareness. And, and so... You know, I, I think if most parents would know, I mean, if, if I could sit down and explain all of these six cancer clusters I've been involved with, which were all caused by some form of radiation, Dave, you know, I, I think the claws on the mothers would come out. I really do. But the parents, and, and this is where I'm at, everybody thinks that the federal government is here and they would never do harm to you. Well, guess what? they will do harm to you and they will kill you. They probably kill more people in a year than, than anything. And so that, that, you know, and that, that's with GMOs, that's with everything. So, you know, we have to get out of this, this thought that the government's here to help you because they are not here to help you now. How much harassment are you receiving for your activity like the lawsuit? Um, not not too much right now, but you know I'm so low key, Dave. I I don't have a cell phone, you know. I've got wired computers. Um, you know, I I do know I have things that come up missing, you know, and I have to back things up a lot because I find stuff and I'm like, oh, I can't believe what I'm reading, and I try to give them to other people, but uh, you know, I I'm just a I, I'm a prolific researcher. I mean, I just I want to know what's behind all of this stuff. And, and I, you know, I, I was telling the, I met this uh, gal and her brother out of Illinois, and we've had three-way phone calls for the last four years, 
and I said, I think before this is all over with, I said, we're all going to know somebody that's died from some form of cancer from a cell phone, and lo and behold, her husband just died in April from a uh, GBM brain cancer. So, you know, uh, then people start taking it serious, you know, and, and uh, our kids are in harm's way, and it's going to be up to us to do it, and I think it's I think this is an opportunity where people can stay at home and teach their kids. I really do, and this is the safest place for them to be. Homeschooling, you mean? Yes. Well, the way things are going, I would agree. I don't know how they can require kids to wear a beacon. I don't see any stretch of the law that will allow for this. Well, they probably, these are pilot studies right now, and I'm assuming that they're going to try and and start doing mandatory tracking for for this virus and and this is my my fear with with these cell phones because you know that's what they're doing that's what they're doing with them i mean they they can see if you're too close to people already and they've they've got apps for it now and and all kinds of things and this is just going to add it add more to it and they can use medical emergency as the justification i see exactly where you're going with this Right, or they can send out alerts, you know, to get kids to separate and, and uh, you know, if they've got too high of a temperature and, and, and then they can make you. And I, I, I tell people, try and buy as much. If you've got to purchase anything, try as hard as possible to purchase it with cash because, you know, when you go into a restaurant and, and, and you swipe your card, you know, they've got it time-stamped. You know, it's got your name, it's got everything on there. Well, the credit card companies, if somebody comes into the restaurant, which is probably very likely, and they're sick, trust me, they will find a way to get you contacted and quarantine you. And and I oh, think this is going to be another thing that they're going to do. I didn't even think about that. And, and, you know, there's something else, too, that's come up. Very early in the COVID crisis, and this relates exactly to what you're talking about, I was speaking with an epidemiologist, a medical doctor who deals with uh, virology, and they both said the same thing. This contact tracing talk is nonsense because it only works in the first few days. It helps you get a handle on how fast it's spreading, what the velocity is, and maybe give you some strategy ideas. But they said, you get a, a week, a month out, it's, it's, it's irrelevant. The contact tracing means nothing. But now I see exactly where they're coming from. Well, I, I just the, this is why I, I urge people to join this Children's Health Defense Council because actually they had uh, 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 an email sent to me this morning that actually stated there's a Canadian doctor that just came out and said that this COVID virus is no more dangerous than the common flu, and and uh, you know. Um, and, and and so this is this is the problem. I mean, I feel bad if anybody's lost uh, loved ones from this. You know, I mean, nobody wants to. But you know, we had eighty thousand people last year that died from the flu. So, you know, I think it's a worse flu. You know, one of the the worst ones. And I think it was two thousand nine. The swine flu had a um, uh, hundred thousand people died. So, you know, why this flu? And I think Dave, it's all to push this technocracy. That's what it's all about. It's not really about a flu. It's about all the tracing and the surveillance and they want to push it to the next level. The tracing is so they can track down the undesirables and I'm not joking when I say it. Right. 
Yeah. Well, we have, I got a video. We have something called the Budweiser Event Center on I-25. It's a huge, they they play hockey and, and, I mean, it's a huge event center, you know, arena. And they've closed it down for uh, COVID-19 patients. And I, I actually got a video of the view of the inside of it. And the floors are all concreted now. They've got everything partitioned off and lights everywhere. And uh, it just looks very, very nefarious to me because, you know, Dave, I, we just don't have these, the, we don't have all these people being hospitalized like they're saying that they were going to be. But why would they Why would they make these arenas and put concrete floors? It's like they're going to make them, uh, you know, it's going to stay like that. That's, that's my opinion. It's a FEMA camp. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's a medical too. FEMA camp, exactly. Well, don't be surprised because in 2012, all the major league sports associations, as well as Simon Properties, that's the biggest owner of malls and strip malls in North America, signed an agreement with DHS to allow their facilities to be used for exactly what you're describing. Right. So right. this is this is not a new concept to me. Wow, this right. is amazing. We're we're going to have to do a follow up on this. Um, and I, I want to say one more thing before I forget. Right now, the FCC is is a more powerful agency than the Department of Defense, if you can wrap your mind around that. We're going to follow up. We're, we're going to break down these agencies. I've taken pretty copious notes here, but we are out of time here in about 30 seconds. But I, I've taken real copious notes, and I have a lot of questions. So I'm going to be um, unavailable for interviews probably for up to two weeks. Um, and, but I will get in touch with you. I want to do a follow-up on this, Virginia. I appreciate the work you're doing. It's fantastic work. It's as professional as I've seen. And thank you so much for your service to your country. You bet, Dave. And and, and have a nice couple of weeks off. Okay. Thank you, Virginia. Talk to you later. You bet. Okay. Bye.